Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Leon. And this is Bad Tales. Look how dark it's been. Do you know what? Don't be looking up a skirt. <laughs> socks on. I'm really sick. Happy Dad Tales Day. Happy Dad Tales Day, my friend. I felt like I just sneaked that straight in. I know, it's just a bit sharp, on it? Yeah. To the point. Straight to the point. That's that's what today's going to be all about. That's straight to the point. Yeah. No grumpiness today. No, 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 no. I've had a good weekend. I've had a nice weekend. It's been quite fun. You've been, you seem to have been very busy. I've seen, yeah, I've seen on the, um, your WhatsApp, sending pictures and stuff like that. You've been fairly busy. Met a celebrity, didn't you? I did. Oh, that was the best thing in the world, that. So, quite, quite, I say quite a funny story. It's probably not going to be there. No, nah, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll just throw it out there. So, it went to football this weekend and went to Leeds. Went to this, like, private school. And to make matters worse, we've been given this postcode, but then not an actual address of where we wanted to be. Now, a postcode could be anywhere on a street car, which, point proven, this is what it was. So I flew past the ground. It's like a big private school. And I thought, well, it can't be there because all, all I can see is like a big grand building. Obviously, behind it was where the football pitches were. So I shot up this hill, spun the camera on And I was a bit like, you know, when you're a bit like, what's going on? So I came steaming back down this hill. And as I came steaming down the hill, these three runners run out in front of me. So I like sort of slam on, like as in to like break. And as I break, I'm like, hey, that's Jonathan Brownlee. Ava's like, oh. And I was like, Jonathan Brownlee! He's like, oh, that swung car, swung car to side road, sliced him. Pretty much, swung car to side, like, sprung into side road, slopped, left, left, took keys out of ignition, threw him to Ava, jumped out of car, like, left her. Because like, I could see, like, run to, like, a car that was parked up only, like, what, 10 metres away from where I was, which was one of the reasons why I saw, like, because I saw him come down, and I could see him, like, heading for this car that type of thing. I, like, pulled to the side of it. Run up to him and, hey, 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 Jonathan, 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 can I have a photo, please? <laughs> Pretty please. I said, I know you are sweaty, but can I get a photo of it? Of course you can, mate. I was like, here we go. Snapped. Oh, Loved it. I was like, I was, I was like a little kid. The thing is, though, like, he must have thought, what is going on here? Because like, he must run around there all the time. And people just think, that's Jonathan Brownlee. We know him as a local celebrity. Idiot over here comes bounding over, about 80 stone in weight, going, all right, mate. <laughs> gonna, yeah, going to get a photo. Was the car who was trying to get into a secure? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's other, there was another kid with him as well, and I looked at him and I thought, "So Alistair, bro? No, what Alistair? Because <laughs> I, I could see, I could see his coach. I recognised his coach. So his coach was there, but there was another kid with him. Who obviously the, the three had run. One of them, I don't know where he disappeared to, because three ran across the road in front of me, but they ran to the car where the coach was. Maybe Ava had run him off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <My> three <laughs> car. But so the other kid, I was like, I looked at him, I thought, "Yeah, I don't know who you are. So I'm not going to ask for a thought." But you're probably thinking. What about me? Don't you someone like like on circuit on um on trifle on circuit? Was that like when we went to go watch Frank Skinner and we had pictures with Frank Skinner and was talking to his support? Yeah, but we didn't ask him for a picture. To be fair, yeah, I didn't figure that. Too funny as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? But we just got sort of just went. Oh yeah, yeah, right, mate. How's things going? Are you enjoying touring with Frankie? Yeah, I'm loving it. We like Frank. We had a picture with him. Not yeah. you, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you've said that. But actually, we did that. Didn't it we? was a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I saw uh, a Jonathan Brownlee. You're much better at this stuff than I am. So I've seen Alistair and Johnny when I was in Leeds one day in one of the leisure centres, and literally they both walked past me, as close as I am to you, and they just kind of looked at me. <laughs> Didn't dare ask for a picture of it. Really? Yeah, I'm rubbish at stuff like that. Remember the time when I saw Steve Bruce in the petrol station? No. <laughs> saw Steve Bruce when he was manager of Old City, in the petrol station on is it A63. Yeah. 
pulled in there for some juice, went inside, Steve Bruce there. Uh, so I just sort of, obviously I'm a Man United fan, Steve Bruce, ex-Man United fan. I just looked at him and went, Steve Bruce, Man United legend. <laughs> and he went, here I am, and walked out. And then walked out. Oh, he, man. He got like a massive bacon sandwich. He got like eight like, daily newspapers. Obviously, he was on his way to, to ground and that. And yeah, I just, I'm rubbish, proper rubbish at stuff like that. Oh, I love, like I say, anything like that, I'll ask all the way. But I was proper starstruck when he ran across the road in front of me because I was like, oh, my God. It was like, what's going on? And I was like, just stay here, throw keys at her, don't drive off. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't drive off. What were yeah. you thinking about giving it keys? What was your what was your rationale with that? Well, I wanted to take the keys at the ignition, but then I didn't want to take the keys at the ignition and me just run off and everything like, what's going on? So it was sort of like to say, hey, I'm coming back, don't worry, he's got keys. <laughs> if not, can you get someone to drive <laughs> Yeah, back? yeah. But yeah, so I left I left her uh, in care. Nice one. But yeah, she was like, who's that? And I was like, who's that? What do you mean, who's that? Yeah. Olympic gr- uh, grace for Yorkshire, that guy. I told, when you sent the picture through, I told Lexi and Andy. She says, oh, we all met uh, Johnny Brownlee. Like, oh. It's heartbreaking, isn't it? It is, because I did the same thing. So to go on to another thing that happened this weekend, I went to mum and dad's wedding anniversary. So we had like a big party. Um, recording this now, it was last night. So 50th wedding anniversary. 50, yeah, 50 years. Congratulations. That's, yeah. that's a pretty impressive feat. I'm, I'm surprised still together. Yeah. What, that one of them's not in jail. Yeah, there'd have been a murder. <laughs> but yeah, so we was on bus going to there. So there's a bus laid on, so we could all get there. So we could all have a nice drink and that. And I said, oh, yeah, guys, guys, saw Jonathan Brownlee today. Everyone's like, who? I was like, give yourselves a check. Is an Olympian for Christ's sake? A gold medalist. Oh, yeah. The creme de- and he, I won't even mind, but he was at the last Olympics bringing home glory. Yeah. It's not as if he was with uh, Alistair in Rio in 2012, in 2014, 2016, get me years right. If it was sat in that rowing boat with Steve Redgrave, they'd remember him, wouldn't they? It was that Pinson. I was Pinson on it, Pinson and Redgrave. Yeah, there was four of them, weren't there? I don't know. That's right. why I don't yeah. know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, come on, guys. And I don't yeah. know if it's where from the spot, I suppose. We've done triathlons as well, haven't we? So yeah. But if I saw Nicola Adams, I'd recognise Nicola Adams. Yorkshire. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to think I'd, I'd noticed more, quite a lot of sports people, I suppose. I reckon that. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon so. But if they'd have said, oh, this is Bert Humperwickle, he's a um, cross-country jockey, would you know who that was? <laughs> no, because they just made him up. <laughs> <laughs> sounds made up, mate. I ain't going to lie well, to you. <laughs> When you've said that to people at bus, they've gone, sounds like you've made him up. Yeah, but Jonathan Brownlee, the the, the, the household names of Brownlee Brothers, because of what the, where they came from, what they did, and the humbleness I of them. So. I'd say the massive household names. Two, two athletes at the top of their game at the same time. There's not many other brothers that siblings, yeah. is there? You know, Klitschko's. William sisters. Yeah. Cool, keep going, shall we? Neville's. The Neville Trio, because. Uh, yeah, Tracy Neville as well. Yeah. Netball legend. But that's, you know, it's very, very rare, isn't it? The Fury Brothers. Tommy Fury is an unbelievable boxer. Shut up. I'm not a, a, a Love Island superstar. It's not a boxing podcast, this. <laughs> every, every week we come back to a boxing thing. Every week there's a boxing slip on. Yeah. Uh, so how was it? How was the do? It was good, yeah. It was a really good laugh. It was a good crack. It was nice to see um, family and friends. And it was nice to have people, like, family around. It sounds strange, but we weren't there because someone's passed away. Just recently, every do we've had, because obviously my mum's family are from like the Derbyshire area, and then my dad's got enough, he's like the last in his line, really, my dad. So there's no one in that side of family. But um, 
it was nice to be with family for a joyous occasion for once, not a, a doom and gloom. Yeah, because that thing. generally has it is, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is for us, do you know what I mean? Because we still live so far away. Yeah, nobody ever just goes, let's just get together. Yeah. Let's just once a year just try and get together. But yeah, so it was like I said, it was nice to see family and friends and stuff. It was good. It was nice to celebrate mum and dad's 50 years. I mean, 50 years, let's, let's, I mean, I'm, I've got a big round of applause on that. 50 years is pretty impressive, man. You're not far behind, are you? What are you, 10 years now? I've uh, done 10, yeah, I've done 10. I've done 10. Well done, another round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I can't believe it lasted 10. <laughs> well done for that. <laughs> I'll get that spare room made up for you. <laughs> I was thinking, my, she's both with me, never mind, we both there. Yeah, that's not what your eyes said. <laughs> I don't mean love, I don't mean it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you do. Um, but yeah, so like I say, it's um it's been it's been hectic with get to a speech as well. God, I was nervous about that. I've I've no issues with speaking to people if I know what I'm talking about. So I'll stand up and do a front first aid at work course, I'll do a bull plan, I'll teach lifeguards. Do you know what I mean? Classes and you teach classes. Yeah, I teach exercise classes. So I'm, it's not that I'm scared to stand in front of people and, and open my mush. It's when it do you know there's like it's all eyes on you and it's got to be right. There's no, I mean, I'll do an exercise class and go, bah, 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 yeah, not, not I think about. the thing is as well, like, it's like being a best man. When you yeah. do your best man speech, it's literally what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. You get the ceremony over with, boom, right. Now let's have a listen to this best man speech. If it's crap, that's what everybody remembers. Yeah. Unfortunately, isn't it? And yeah. It, yeah. It shouldn't be like that. But I know what you mean. Yeah. So I was bricking it going into it. Didn't stop me at me dinner, like. <laughs> Most people say, they'd like, you know, like, when they wait for a speech, so I put some off the food, done it, and the day eat the food and stuff, and that's sort of thing. Didn't stop me. No, of course it didn't. I had two courses. Uh, two, two, I had two light bulbs. I don't know. I had mine on the West. <laughs> that's standard, isn't it, now? Yeah. That's why he was invited, so you could have his food. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, speaking of uh, Noah, the boy only made £25 in a night. <laughs> so the kid, the kid left the house with no money in his pocket, got home with twenty five pounds in his pocket. He was robbing person. Hustling. He was hustling all hustling. night. So Becky brought um for you guys who know that Becky's my sister. She, um she, sometimes. Yeah, when, 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 <laughs> she, when, when I feel like it. So she she brought um knots and crosses, like a game of knots and crosses. So the kid started going around and challenging people to knots and crosses for a five or a game. Kid was twenty five quid up by the time we left. <laughs> nice. So hustling. That is proper hustling. That yeah. How did well. he, what if he'd have lost his first game? Then he'd have been dad. Can I borrow five pound? Well, actually, the first game, my dad. My, he played my dad for the first game, I think, and he lost, and he went double or nothing. <laughs> so he played him again, then off to beat him, and then off he went. Which I think my dad didn't understand the concept of double or nothing because it's meant to be walking away even, isn't it? But my dad give him five pound and yeah. off he went. We know where he gets this from because weren't you whistling at Becky's wedding? Yeah, after twelve that wedding as well. With card tricks. If only I had a skill where I could do that. Yeah. That's the next thing I'll teach him to card tricks and then he can proper hustle with card tricks. But yeah. So yeah, I've had a really good weekend. What about yourself? Uh yeah, it's been a good weekend as well. Um I've had the girls here this weekend and Ellie was out on Saturday. Oh, very nice. She was down Friday night for a family party, so we went out on our breakfast together on Saturday. Nice. Which was good. It's always nice to catch up. It's always nice to win all, all four of us yeah. together. So that was good. Um, then, yeah, just had a, a bit a busy weekend. So Andy played a netball kind of tournament this weekend, which was just brilliant. Um, 
yeah, and it was just it's kind of nice to see him. It's nice to see him. There were some proper little ones there, like proper little kids playing netball. What to a point where I'm like, like three or four, like three or four year olds, or I would say maybe five or six. Right. But bear in mind, Andy's nine. Yeah. And I just think it's great. I think the yeah. kids there. I think it was fantastic. And another club came down from from Hull, so they they travelled all the way here with probably sixteen, seventeen kids. Oh, wow, that's good. Good participation. Yeah, so it was it was really good. So that was nice to see. Nice for for her to do that. Um, there is something that happened this weekend that I was debating whether I was going to tell you, and you'll realise oh, no. why. <laughs> so you've obviously heard the phrase "nothing more comfortable than an old pair of pants." Uh, not really. But I think on. I've maybe just invented that. But maybe I an think... old pair of slippers. But you know, like your undies. Yeah. For me. I can't remember the last time I bought some undies because I'm like, yeah, I just like these. They're just comfy. They just fit. They've like molded everywhere at the need to mold. You know, they come out of the washing machine still shaped in my body. It's a little shape he's got to carry in there. <laughs> well, so I thought, no, I need some new pants. So I'm looking online at, <laughs> at some new pants. Is it exciting? Yeah. No, <laughs> because all I'm thinking, so I'm looking through, going, right, yeah, yeah. And then you sort of swiping along aren't you and then you know zoom in to see what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah what it says on, oh yeah what it oh, says yeah. on the elastic zoom and in like, eh? and i'm like oh. <laughs> i'm like all i'm looking at here is just bulging <laughs> <laughs> but i've been looking for about 20 minutes before I, yeah why am i looking at yeah <laughs> so I, I didn't buy any didn't you? No, so just, as soon as that yeah, twenty minutes looking at a barber, I haven't known I needed it. I've got my fix. As soon as that had sort of triggered in my mind, I thought, "What am I looking at here?" I'm like, "Yeah, switch this straight yeah. on." Yeah, I, I don't shop for undies online. I pretty much go to the shop and go, "Yep, yeah, I'll have them. They'll do." Yeah, I just I was trying to cut that cut that bit out. I'm thinking I'll just get some ordered, get them posted. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. First time I've ever done it. I've always liked you just gone to the shop and done it, but I thought. It just saves a drive out because as well, not just going to go for pants. I'm going to go and spend more money doing other stuff, which I don't really want to do. So oh, let's just get them. And yeah, I, I, my eyes hurt. Are you throwing this out there in case someone looks at your search history? You know, <laughs> actually, I was just looking for underwear. I was just looking for underwear. Yeah, it's not even like the, the, there was on models, like as like um, what do you call like mannequins? Mannequins, yeah. Like, There's not like real there. people. Yeah, real people. Yeah. We're just thinking, oh, my balls look as big as that. <laughs> When they come through after the door, I would say, yes, this clearly going on the picture. The gentleman's bulge look way bigger than mine does, yeah. And I wonder, this is, I mean, I've I've opened this up, so you're not just telling me that this is just me, there's most other people doing this. Well, I think the women do this as well. What, like when like they're looking for bras and that, what look at boobs and well, girls. obviously, there's there's boobage in there, isn't there? Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a bra, then that's a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but do they think the same thing? They're going, oh, just, or can they, can they get away from looking <laughs> past it? Who's <laughs> got? Oh, that's a nice bra. That's a, that, again. I sound like you know somebody that's never left the house, but you know, a cup, a strap. I don't know. I don't shop for bras. I don't <laughs> you know sure? You know the lingo very well. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so. I'm just hoping that one person out there will just come back and just go, I'll remain anonymous, 
just so you know, I'm in the same boat. I've looked for underpants online and thought, why am I looking at crotches? Yeah, the, the whole reason why I don't look online for <laughs> underwear is because I'm looking at crotches. <laughs> End of. Yeah, so that was, uh, yeah, that was a pretty dangerous 25 minutes. <laughs> you delete search history, yeah. I've, I've burnt my phone. <laughs> Snapped it in half. I've had enough. I've had enough. Ah, sounds like I've had an interesting week then, you perv. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I kind of just wanted to get that. There must be other things as well that, that we do that we do hundred percent want to fully admit to. <laughs> Easy. Which I'm not going to do that today. <laughs> this is not an open forum just to start. You know, you please don't. I'm not the right person to talk to because these are things. <laughs> don't talk to me about them. No, you're exactly right. And I, the the thing is, I sort of <laughs> pondered on telling you this because I know full well this ain't going to be the first. I know full well that tomorrow or later on in the week. I'll get a WhatsApp and it'll just be photographed of like underpants and you just randomly send me. Didn't think of that, but I am now. Thanks, man. So, yeah, that's uh, that. Yeah, that's my story. I feel like I've got that off my chest. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, when you know, when it comes to like my funeral and you're doing a speech at my funeral, <laughs> yeah. there's a story for you. I'm not, I'm not a speech um, connoisseur anymore. That's not why I, 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 I don't think I've got to do a speech for nothing. That's, I don't think I've done that for a while. We'll see. Should we go? Fact, 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 fact. So your turn for me, and I'm pretty... Uh, I mean, out the first two, three weeks, you've got your two right. <laughs> right, so, facts. Facts, facts, facts. I'm facts, loving facts. this section, because it's facts, actually facts, facts, right facts. on my street. Facts, 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 facts. You need to send a fax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean, it used to make them. Yeah. Good. We used to have a fax machine in the office, and used to do maiden, like, because we had a number for the main line, and then the fax machine line. Didn't answer the phone, you're like, Dan, you're in, you're like, God, some pick up the bloody yeah. phone. Or somebody ring the fax machine number. Yeah. Trying to get through. But fax was like, um, I thought you should always get like every morning, um, you'd get like a fax that come through and it was just like um, just like an email, like, you know, like, uh, would you like to buy some inkjet or something? You just get them coming through randomly. It's like, it's like pre age, like email spam. Yeah. You know, you get emails through from somebody like, Papua New Guinea going, oh, I've got $57 million and I'm looking for somewhere to, someone to give it to. Would you like it? But in really broken English. Yeah. You used to get them through with faxes. Did you? Yeah. It's just that technology's moved yeah, on. Yeah, it is, yeah. Now I get my emails. Yeah. Fun and good. Right, gives you fax, 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 fax. yeah. So. I hope it's about a fax machine. It's not, unfortunately, but I will find you one for next week about a fax machine. Oh, you That's my say. Right. <clears throat> so, two facts I've got for you, right. So the meat called sirloin steak gets its name because once a drunk king enjoyed his loin steak so much he knighted it. Therefore, it's called a sirloin steak. <laughs> Go on, give us your second one. Fact two: the remains of the inventor of the Pringles, who invented the can shape, to be better for stacking. Is now his ashes inside a Pringles can. So I've the I've got to find which one's the fake. Yeah, which which, oh, which one's real, whichever. <laughs> so we've got a sirloin steak is named sirloin because a king once got drunk and enjoyed his steak that much. He knighted it, therefore the loin steak or that type of steak it was is therefore known as a sirloin steak. And the remains of the inventor of a Pringles can are now in. A Pringles can because he's so 
renowned for inventing it. Right. I'm going to go fake. We, we've all done strange stuff when we've been drunk. <laughs> so knighting a bit of meat. I mean, I, I've knighted meat. <laughs> <laughs> what a sword you've got. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go the Pringles one's fake. The Pringle one's fake. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying Pringles you're saying Pringles fake. Pringles fake. Wrong. Ah, oh, no! The, the guy who made the Pringles can, it, he was so proud of his invention, he said he wanted to bury it, well, he wanted his ashes to put into a Pringle can, then buried in the earth, which has actually happened. What flavour can did he buy? I have no idea, I didn't, didn't give that facts, but probably regular. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. But, but yeah, so sirloin is actually a French word. And it, I think it's to do like, uh, I think sirloin means like, um, like uh, a type of cut, but it's French word, sirloin. Sounds good though, doesn't it? So line. When I saw it, I was like, oh, that's quality. Yeah. Uh, Is it now I you mean, think about it? Like, you could do it the way around. Well, now I know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just disappointed that I've got two wrong and you've got two right. It's because I've got some good facts that I could be either or. Facts, 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 facts. Yeah, absolutely. Catastrophically bad at this game. Yeah, I'm gonna come back with one for you for next week though. You're not gonna get. I think you've got to make them both. That the both could be believable. I I generally think the both are. No, what did you have last week? Something like about uh, can we lick its toes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's true. Because <laughs> camels have got massive tongue. Tongue, tongue. Tong. Right, give us your plonker of the pod. So my plonker of the pod this week is the one and only. Peter Bottomley. Ooh, I have no idea who Peter Bottomley is. So, Peter Bottomley is a Conservative MP. Oh, we've gone political. So, this is only episode four of season two. We've hit politics. But this guy frustrated me to the max. Right. So, Peter, Bottom, Peter Bottomley is actually Sir Peter Bottomley. So, he's actually a man of the, uh, the round table. He's one of the Queen's own people. So, he has spoken out on the grim struggles of living as an MP on a salary of 81,932 pence. He came out with this saying that MPs aren't paid enough and should be paid the same as a GP, which is anywhere between 100,000 and 110,000, saying it's an outrage that an MP should have to struggle on this wage in the same week that the universal credit had a cut to the most vulnerable people. This guy is an absolute loon. Right. Controversial response. Before you say though, for me, as an MP, you're the man of the people, if that makes sense. If this guy feels he doesn't get paid enough, I'm sure there'll be someone out there that'll take his bloody place and do a very good job in the same thing. So shut up and get on with it. Yeah. So what I was going to say was, I genuinely think that for, for high power jobs, you need high power people. If you want good people to be doing good jobs and you want them to do a good job, you've got to pay them what they're worth. So I'm not saying him saying that. No, what I'm saying is he's probably partially right. If he doesn't think if he thinks he's worth more, prove that you're worth more. That's what I would say. But man, on the same week that that's come out and they're the type of things you just, just you just don't put out in the public domain. No. If you think that you're you're genuinely worth more than that. Right, do something about it then. Or 
leave that post. Yeah. If that's a post that you're not getting financially rewarded for, then <clears throat> excuse me, go somewhere else. But don't say it when you're on eighty or grand a week, eight sorry, eighty or grand a year, and there's people that are on like say struggling. Yeah. You know, we struggled throughout the summer and last year to make sure kids are fed. Yeah. Good golly. So I mean one of his things was he is struggling to live from paycheck to whatever. So that's that's someone who's an eighty-one thousand pound living way beyond their means of what they're doing. Yeah, this is where somebody like that needs to come and live in the real world. Exactly, what I'd consider the real world. So he's on eighty-one thousand a year, thinking he's been. I, I completely agree. If what you're doing is not financially viable of what your return for or what you should be paid for for that job. Okay, that's different. But him saying he can't survive on eighty-one thousand, he can't live on eighty-one thousand pound a year. Yet the average wage in the UK. It's 31,000. That's a shortfall. And the 50,000 pound, he's getting more than the average Joe. Wake up. Yeah, this is, this is again, where, where I don't want to get too political, but you, you're exactly right. They need to represent the people. They need to represent the people in their constituency that, that if, if someone's got an issue, they go to them, you know, their MP or whatever it is. So don't disengage yourself that much by basically going i'm on 80 grand you're struggling on 12 grand a year on handouts and you know food banks and you know um payday loans and stuff like that don't disengage yourself that far away and go oh yeah i can only afford 80 so yeah. i can only have salmon three times a yeah. week we rolls rice can only be filled up once a month yeah now yeah my, my apartment overlooking the thames yeah they're the type of things you've got to seriously consider aren't you and go right yeah obviously my outgoings are way too much do i need to this yeah. luxury apartment how many cars have i got absolutely yeah. i mean that's proper plonker podness isn't it that's the, when i saw it i was like have a word someone needs to whisper his and go wow this shit going on in the world right yeah. now there's people people on furlough about to lose their jobs i mean this we're going to see the biggest like job loss it's inside the miners or whatever they were saying the other day because the people aren't skilled enough to get back into real world jobs and this problem where we've had 18 months of people sat doing nothing but there haven't been opportunities or the investment the investment's been there to protect people's jobs which is right but actually the skilling of people's jobs for when the jobs disappear has not been there so there been, should have been a great opportunity that okay they've got this furlough scheme going the likelihood is a lot of these people would never have gone back to work because the industry's got to start from a base and yeah. climb again. We're not going to go from pre-pandemic, jobs are good and the industry's booming to slowly start re-engaging the economy to everyone going, yeah, I'm back to my job. I mean, yeah, everything's it, back to normal. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So there should have been some sort of incentive or engagement where we retrained a lot of people. Hence the problems got with the HGV drivers. I'm not being funny, but there could have been massive people who could have been in the last 18 months doing that skilled job. I know there's restrictions under COVID that they couldn't potentially couldn't be in all doing this job. But I think we've shot ourselves in the foot by not reinvesting in people, knowing that at some point there's going to be a point it's, where it's going to be a shortfall. Yeah, we, we've hit a, a proper lull, haven't we? And it's going to take a while to, to catch back to, up. To get, yeah, to get out of that. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is, but yeah, people like that. I mean, that goes. There's a few people I've seen recently uh, that have been close to making my plonker of the pod. Because they say things that I just think, man, do you not understand how social media works nowadays? Everything's plus, you know, not this this guy, but things get misconstrued in media yeah. as well. 
you know, things are cut out and changed and edited and stuff, and you just just don't say stupid. Yeah. Just... I mean, for one second, he might be in about something completely different, but the way it was portrayed to me was this guy was saying he couldn't survive an eighty one thousand pound yeah. a year. So I I'm going bonker. If the guy wants to come around and say, look, Leon, you've been misinformed, what I was actually saying was... We'll get him on as a guest. I don't want him on as a guest. No, no, I'll no. just headbutt him as well. <laughs> I've been such a douche. <laughs> and you'll be well within your eyes. <laughs> I, I, I just care people who, people who think they're better than other people and then when they live beyond their means and then go, oh, what about me? What do you mean, what about me? If you'd have been more savvy or more shrewd or, you know, live you know, along your... Yeah. I don't know. I'm a big believer as well, is don't piss into the wind and be surprised that your feet are wet. Exactly. That is a very good analogy. You know, and if you're not going to change what you're doing, you know, don't moan about it. Yeah. So, he... he His shoes are absolutely soaking in piss. Absolutely dripping. <laughs> and he deserves it. I hope he gets... I'm not sure I am. Oh, <laughs> so he didn't quite get that. Um, yeah, right. Who's your plonker of the pod then? My plonker of the pod slightly less controversial <laughs> but just for being an absolute plonker and i was conscious that I've, I've just mourned the last few minutes so this one this week is i believe it's sir sir andy murray oh yes sir the, the tennis before going any further i love you andy <laughs> just not the... you <laughs> other andy i'm definitely <laughs> andy. i can't believe it that could be up next next week's intro oh what am i doing so yeah i believe that andy murray this week lost his wedding ring. Did he really? Have you not seen? No. So I get you know obviously he plays tennis. I, I thought he had lost his shoes. Well, he, so he plays tennis. He's always had to take his ring off because it, it maybe affects how he holds the racket or whatever. I don't know. So what he'd done was tied it to his shoelace. Oh my god! Took it off, tied it to his shoelace. What while he plays? No, no. I could say like like a, like, a, a car. Yeah, like a spare set of tennis sneaks. But then when he'd gone home, I think, he'd put these trainers underneath his car. Why did he put your trainers underneath your car? Well, just, I, I presume they'd be pretty stinky, but it just seems a really weird place to put your trainers. This sounds like a little, real elaborate that. He was in a nightclub, took his shoe, <laughs> took his <laughs> ring off, and he's been caught out and he's gone, yeah, 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 I put it under the car with my shoes when I was playing tennis. Look, Andy, you've been caught out. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be, you know, front page Sunday, Sunday papers next week. Yeah, so basically, it, and then somebody nicked his trainers. Which and obviously was. taken his wedding ring as well. Oh. He, he has managed to get them back. I mean, I don't know if he's had to pay a fair bit of money as a reward or whatever. But A, why is somebody snooping under his car for his trainers? That, that'd be a tabloid of person. Yeah, ab yeah, absolutely. And B, surely you've got a bet. You've not got a little zip pocket in them shorts. Well, and he got people around him, like his coach to go, here, gaffer. Just hold on to that, please. Surely there's people around him that are... Not in a nightclub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a senior nightclub, there's no one around. I'm passing sure. No, but sure, surely he has his coach goes to his match. If his coach goes to his match, Andy, you need a new coach because you need someone there to coach you along. Yeah. Can you hold it? Does not trust him, doesn't it? I mean, if he wants to employ me to just travel around the world with him... Well, I will hold look, his red wing. I will... Wink. <laughs> I will, you know, take care of his ring. <laughs> uh, here he goes. He's been bearing on underpass. Now he's looking after Andy Murray's ring. I'll, I'll look after your wedding ring, Andy. Yeah, that's what a, what a weird. Because I did he's lost his trainers, but I didn't hear he'd lost his. Yeah, ring. He, he tied his, he tied his ring to his, to his trainers. Uh, well, I said, I said earlier, I heard the, the, 
the end product where someone said, oh, he's now found his trainers. I was thinking, no. Yeah. He, he must be able to get another pair yeah. of trainers. I mean, he's not that hard up, is he? Because it's like a big story. It's like, oh, and Andy Murray has now found his trainers. I was like, oh, fantastic. These are yeah. like Air Force Ones or something. He'd not come out impressed and gone, oh, God, I'm struggling to yeah. find a new pair of trainers. Because we'll give men back, please. Yeah, what's my sponsorship deal? But, like, you wedding ring, right? So, if I, like, you know, most people who, like, let's say they're welders or they're joiners, so they have to remove the rings. What those normal people do is leave the, leave the ring at home. So so he's obviously gone home, put his shoes under his car and get in. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying he's gone home. That's what I'm presuming has happened. I presume he's not gone to a hotel and just gone, oh, I'll just stick the trainers underneath my car. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously they travel around or into a, like them big trailers and stuff. He'd gone back to where he was staying and just put his trainers under his car. So I presume but I would leave my ring there. Yeah. That's the thing that surprised that surprised me. And I mean, surely he, Judy must have been somewhere around. Exactly, yeah. Someone, I can't believe someone went there to look after his ring for him and polish it. <laughs> on that note, we move on. We move on. We've got a pretty special surprise next week that I'm not going to relay just yet what we're going to do, but it's, it's pretty intense. So I would absolutely make sure you tune in for us. Next, next week? Next, next week. I don't know. I don't know how this works. But we've got something special coming up. We have got some guests coming up. Please, as always, just share the pod. Get other people to listen to it. Just download it on their phone. Uh, don't go through the search history. Just just straight download and make sure they listen to it. And, yeah, well, if you like it, if you don't, then just download it on somebody's phone that you don't like yeah. and let them listen to it. What I'd always say is if you don't like it, Supported by downloading it, just put the volume down to zero, and then you'd have to hear it, but we still get the listen. Yeah. And we, we don't get paid for listening, but it makes us feel nice, doesn't it? I think that's what it is. It makes yeah. us feel warm and cuddly inside. Yeah. We should not turn down those paid sponsors. Yeah. Thinking it was big time, weren't we? Yeah. When they came knocking, was like, ah, no, we don't need this. Yeah, we don't need it for the glory. We don't need half a million pounds each a week. We'll just, we'll just carry on. We'll hold out for the big numbers. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's been a good one. I will. See you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Uh, have fun. You too. Keep yourself smiling. Stay safe. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you are providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.